You're listening to WRFRLP 93.3 in Rockland and W257BI 99.3 in Camden and coming to you over the World Wide Web at WRFR.org. All right, I'm ready to go. Aren't you cold? What do you mean? Oh, 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 the bathing suit. Oh, that's what you call it. Hey, I'll have you know that I've had this bathing suit for 25 years. And it still fits as well as it ever did. Ah, well, all right then. Looks like you're ready for summer. But is summer ready for you? Well, I'm ready for one thing. I'm ready to say, All right, look sharp! The Strand is on the air! From the freshly painted stage at the Strand Theatre in downtown Rockland, and from all over by electrical transcription, it's the Strand on the Air, Summer This, Summer That Special. Featuring the music of Brittany Parker, laughs with the fully sunscreened Strand family players, a return engagement by Wardo County's all-time harmony favorites, Patty Jackson and Rusty Blake. I'm your tanned, rested and ready announcer, Dan Bookham, and here's your house manager, Liz McLeod. Good evening, neighbors, and at long last, welcome back to the Strand. The whole gang's here to slice you off a big, thick piece of summer fun, and there's no better way to get the tide surging in on this broadcast than by turning things over to Brittany Parker. Could it be? The smell of fresh popcorn. (gasps) That can only mean one thing. Turn off the Netflix and HBO Max. The Strand is open again. Come down to the theater. It's time to relax. The Strand is open again. Grab a popcorn, a milk dud or two. The Strand is open again. Our staff is here waiting to welcome you. The Strand is open again. Now some folks will say that we never really closed and that's true yes it's true with our drive-in and streaming cinema yes even this radio show we tried our best to maintain ways to keep you entertained now turn on the marquee and light up Get your TV and head downtown. The Strand is open again. We're here to reverse your 15-month crown. The Strand is open again. time 
but between our cleaning and reducing a new air filter machine thing, you can feel more at ease. Use our Purell if you please. Whenever you're ready, here we will be. The strand is open again. Come see your movie on our big, big screen. The strand is open again. We can't wait to greet you at our front door. The strand is open again. And once you depart, we hope you come back for more because the strand is open. It's really, really open. The strand is open. It's great to be open. Yes, the strand is open again. There's Brittany Parker welcoming us back for another broadcast along with her dad, Paul Parker, sitting in on drums. And a big strand family welcome goes out from us to him. And also we welcome, glistening from a recent dip in the sparkling waters of Lake Let's Get This Pandemic Over With, here's our announcer, Dan Bookham. Well, it's like a whole new world out there, isn't it? And it's starting to feel like a real rockland summer. I went down to the post office today and almost got run over. Twice! Oh, I know what you mean. I was trying to get out of a parking lot yesterday, right? And, well, you know, like an old song, all the words just came right back to me. But I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm really not. After all, we've been dreaming all year of the Strand finally reopening. And you know, once in a while, once in a very great while, your dreams do come true. Well, that's the biggest news. But what else is going on out there? Well, no time like the present to find out. Good evening, I'm Carl Stoffel. And I'm Chamomile Bourgeois, with All Things Rescinded. In the news tonight, our second pandemic summer finds us much closer to the new old normal than to the old new normal, as bit by bit society shyly extends its head out of its socially distant shell to take a cautious look around. And for millions of people, that means another wave of readjustment. As offices reopen, businesses get back to normal, and we try to get used to looking at whole faces again and not just the eyes. It isn't easy to adjust to yet another new world, but if you look long enough, you'll find plenty of help. Dr. B.C.G. McKenzie Bain is a consultant who just might have some answers. That's right, and when you think about it, what could be more old normal than hiring a consultant in the first place? And, and just what sort of consultant are you, doctor? Well, before the pandemic, I was a consulting consultant. A consulting consultant? That's right. I helped companies who needed a consultant to find a consultant who could consult them on who to hire for their consultation. And you made a living doing that. Oh, a lavish living, I assure you. A lavish living. But when the pandemic came along, business dropped off. I had to adapt. For the most part of the last year, I've been offering YouTube consultations. YouTube consultations? On how not to get distracted by YouTube. You see, with so many people working at home, there were bound to be times when, well, you'd get distracted by, oh, that Russian guy with all the stray cats, or a four-hour seminar on how to cultivate sourdough, or marathons of South Korean sitcoms. Oh, I love the musical numbers. Pardon? Never mind. Anyway, the idea is really pretty simple. If you're consulting with me on YouTube, you aren't watching something else that's non-productive. Something else that's non-productive, uh, unlike you. 
and my fee is tax deductible. Very important for freelancers. Oh yes. Since NPR made me an independent contractor, I've become very aware of that sort of thing. Uh, you better sign me up. Oh, I'm not doing those anymore. I'm back to face-to-face -to -face work, or at least mask-to-mask -mask work. I'm not consulting for people who are finding it difficult to interact with other human beings again. You'd be surprised how much people forget after not having meaningful social interaction for a year. Like, for example, first thing I have to emphasize on a new client is you can't go to work wearing a onesie. Wait, what? I can't? I'm afraid that's a big no-no. Corporate dress codes have relaxed a lot, but onesies are still over the line. But... Especially, you know, a novelty onesie with a rubber udder on the front. <laughs> but it's so comfortable. I'm sure it is. But nevertheless, society makes certain demands, and there are times when personal comfort is just not the dominant consideration. Oh. Oh. Look, um... I don't know if I can, uh... If I can handle this. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. Look, here's my card. It has my email and my LinkedIn address. Get in touch, and I'll sign you up for my first level, pull up your socks, and shut off the box introductory package. You'll be back to your cubicle before you know it, as a focused and productive American. But I can't wear the, uh... No. Oh. No, you can't. Well, this is going to be more difficult than I thought. But thank you, Dr. B.C.G. McKinsey Bain. Yes, ready or not, more and more people are venturing out into the world again, ready to rediscover lost experiences. After more than a year of being cooped up in front of living room screens, movie buffs are excited to see their local theaters shimmering back to life. If any building could be said to have a soul, it would have to be a theater. So what do the theaters themselves think about coming out of their long hibernation? In Rockland, Maine, the Strand Theater has been a beacon to the community for nearly a century. And the historic old building is eager to get back to That's business. That's right, darling. I'm rested and ready and looking to the future. Rally, I am. You'll pardon me, but, I mean, this is a really a new experience for me. I mean, I've interviewed the great, the near-great, and the really grating, but I've never interviewed a building before. Oh, that's all right. Uh, I've never been interviewed by such a fine young man. What are you doing later this evening? Uh, how about taking in a movie? I'd really love to, but honestly, I've got a rolfing class tonight. We're meeting in person for the first time in a year, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, rolfing really doesn't work when you do it by Zoom. Ah, oh, pity. I've a seat in the fourth row center that appears to be just your size. Ah, oh, well, perhaps another time. But now, dear boy, tell me. Tell me what you'd like to know. Well, first of all, I have to say for a building that'll turn 100 soon, you're looking pretty good for your age. That's if you'll pardon me saying so. Oh, how lovely for you to say so. Thank you ever so much. Of course, honesty insists that I admit that, uh, well, I, I, I really did have some work done about 17 years ago, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yes, this is a small town, you know, and tongues will wag. But I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I had my balcony lifted, and I had my plaster tightened up, and I had my carpets done. 
I think it really turned out rather well, really I do. Well, it really did. But to move on, what have you been doing the past year? You closed the public in March of 2020, so how have you been coping? Well, you know, when you've been around people for as long as I have, getting to know generation after generation, it's, it's ever so difficult to have it suddenly grind to a halt. For the first few months of the shutdown, I was inconsolable. I was lost. The only person I saw was, you know, uh, the house manager, that woman with the, uh, with the eccentric hair, uh, Lynn or Lila or Lisa or whatever her name is. Rather pleasant woman, if, uh, if a bit proletarian. But she did keep me company for a while. Uh, but you know, you do get tired of seeing the same old face every day, especially when it's wearing a mask, so... I have to admit, I, I amused myself at her expense by, uh, by playing pranks on her. Really? Well, how does, well, how does a building play pranks? Oh, I had a corking good time. First, first I'd cause my, uh, my conveniences to cycle. <laughs> Wait, conveniences? I'm sorry, dear boy. Conveniences, you know, uh, the WCs. The loo. Oh, and you made them... Precisely, my lad, precisely. Sometimes, even in unison. <laughs> and of course, with no one in the building but Laura or Lena or whatever her name is, with no one in the building but her, why, she was ever so mystified. And then, and then I'd cause heavy objects to roll across the attic or shift across the stage or I'd move boxes about in the basement, and the poor woman was absolutely convinced that I was haunted. <laughs> I tell you, it was absolutely ripping, ripping, rally it was. Well, that doesn't seem like a very nice thing to do. Oh, do forgive me, my boy, but to see her bouncing up and down the stairs at her age, mind you, was just the limit. But of course, with crowds returning and shows going on, you, you won't have much time for that sort of thing. I mean, you won't, will you? Oh, no, 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 no. I should say not. I shall be my gracious, welcoming old self, I assure you. You can't possibly imagine how gratified I am that so many people over the previous year cast their loving looks in my direction as they passed me on the street. Sometimes they even stop to press their eager faces to my windows. It tickles a bit when they do that, I must say. Especially the, uh, the gentleman with the, uh, moustaches. <laughs> oh my, that doesn't exactly comply with social distancing. Oh, no matter. With my new UV-treated air supply system, I am fully immunized. Please, dear boy, permit me to say that I do so hope to see each and every one of all my old friends in the weeks to come. That woman with the odd hair, Linda, or, or Leanne, or whatever her name is, She'll have the projector fully operational and the popcorn freshly popped, and at long last I shall resume my true and lasting purpose as the beating heart of downtown Rockland. Rally, I will. That is very inspiring. I have an excellent writer, and she works cheap. And so do we all. And we'll see you at the show, The Strand Theatre. 
Finally, the return of summer means the return of the summer art season, rested and ready to inspire after a year of lockdown that couldn't lock down creativity. And as they're gradually freed from the constraints imposed by a pandemic-ridden world, artists are using their art to comment on the once-in-a-century, we hope, experience. Ms. McKenna's statement has rented an entire airplane hangar to prepare her most dramatic piece of installation art yet. That's right. Art is no object. And assuming I can get that MacArthur grant, neither is money. Step inside and take a look. Oh, it's, it's, it's dark in here. Just as dark as the pandemic itself. But I'll turn on this infrared light. Oh my, oh my, what is that? You're looking at the coronavirus itself, as seen from the point of view of a single human cell. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It's as big as a car, a gigantic sphere suspended in mid-air. Wait, is that a weather balloon? Pretty good, huh? Picked it up at a surplus auction. Notice, I painted it to look like the Earth. See the oceans and the continents? I've got it all pumped up with just enough helium to make it kind of hover like that. Oh, I see a globe. But its, its surface is, is bristling. Bristling with... Uh, uh, what is all that stuff you've got stuck to it? it? It makes it look like a big coronavirus cell. Exactly. And everything you see on the surface of the viral cell is a representation of the pandemic's impact on us all. Look close. See the laptops, tablets, smartphones? Each of them logged onto a website displaying ridiculous conspiracy theories, delusional pseudoscience, deceptive misinformation. In Zoom meetings. Lots of Zoom meetings. Now... What are those things there? They look like Barbie dolls. They are us. Well, actually, they are Barbie dolls. I had this whole box full in my attic, and it was a great excuse to get rid of them. And notice how they're standing. A scaled distance of six feet apart, each of them wearing a tiny mask, each of them covered in a plastic wrap to symbolize the painful isolation and crushing loneliness wrought upon our society by social distancing, seeing but unable to touch, hearing but unable to truly experience the interchange of emotion that is part and parcel of sharing space with another human being. Behold it all! Behold the coronavirus! Hey, hey, watch it, watch it, that thing hurts. That's the point. You're supposed to avoid it. Oh, I am awestruck. Hey, hey, what are you doing now? What's, what's that you've got? Uh, it looks like a giant novelty hypodermic. <laughs> yes, behold the coronavirus as it finally meets its doom in the power of global vaccination. Wow. Pretty good, huh? 
And folks, if you haven't got your vaccination yet, why not do it tomorrow? Yes, indeed. I'm gonna get that genius grant for sure. You got my vote. And thank you, Ms. McKenna's statement. And for this evening, I'm Carl Stuffel. And I'm Chamomile Bourgeois for All Things Rescinded. And as Carl and Chamomile scurry off in search of a pledge drive, we turn to welcome a couple of old favorites back to the Strand on the Air microphone. You first met these two kids back in 2019 when they joined in on one of our live broadcasts from the Strand stage. And then by popular demand, they were back with us again last June. And now, wonder of wonders, just like a couple of June bugs bouncing off the porch light, they're here again to entertain you with their old-time harmonies. Please give your attention to a couple of cute young kids just trying to get along, Patty Jackson and Rusty Blake. Here's a wishing well Here's a penny for Any thought it is That makes you smile Every diamond dream Everything that brings Love and happiness to your life. Here's a rabbit's foot. Take it when you go. So you'll always know you're safe from harm. Wear your ruby shoes When you're far away So you'll always stay Home in your heart You will always have a lucky star That shines because of what you are even in the deepest dark Because your aim is true And if I could only have one wish Darling, that it would be this Love and happiness for you Draw to gold 
his rosary. Count on every lead with a prayer to keep the hope you hold. You will always have a lucky star. Shines because of what you are, even in the deepest dark. Because your aim is true, and if I could only have one wish, darling, then it would be this: love and happiness. If I could only have one wish, darling, then it would be this: love and happiness for you. There's two folks who knew Waldo County before it was hip: Patty Jackson and Rusty Blake and they'll be back with us to take it a bit up-tempo later in the program. Right now, though, it's time to say a few words about what's going on at the three-dimensional strand, the brick-and-mortar strand, the dear old strand itself. As you've probably seen and as you've probably heard, our doors are finally open again. There have, however, been a few procedural changes, and if you haven't been back to see us yet, you need to know about them before you visit. For the time being, we're restricting our audience to no more than 70 people per show to ensure that social distancing can still be observed for those who are comfortable with it. Now, we know that the restrictions have been lifted around the state in most cases, but we also know that being inside in an enclosed space for a couple of hours might still worry some people, so we've decided to remain extra cautious until things have really reached the point where everyone is comfortable again with big indoor gatherings. That's also why we're asking people to remain masked while in the theater, except when they're at their seats. We're hoping that the time will come soon enough that enough people have been immunized when we can let go of these requirements. And we also hope that everyone will understand the importance of being extra careful until we reach that stage. That's also why we're not quite ready yet to start up with live indoor performances at the Strand. But we assure you that that time is coming, hopefully this fall. You'll find lots of information about what's going on inside the Strand and how you can be a part of the Strand at our website, rocklandstrand.com. And with that, come now Brittany and the boys to remind you just of who's who and what's what. You're listening to the Strand on the Air, some of this, some of that special. WRFRLP 93.3 in Rockland and W257BI in Camden. And coming to you all over the World Wide Web at WRFR.org. And as Brittany and the boys go off to work on their tans for a bit, we turn to this brand new summer's first visit with, even though it's only June, the August Professor Bookham. Resplendent in white flannels and bespoke flip-flops, our backroom poet laureate unfurls upon us an ode to a familiar friend 
we hope to be rid of soon. Or do we? Professor Bookham gives us my mask and I. Thank you. But let me be certain first that my own mask is secure. Where do you even get a mask like that? I mean, can you really breathe through those sequins? Well, they're made out of a patented permeable plastic. All right, then. <clears throat> I wear my mask out every day. I never take it off. Yet now that I have had my shots, they say it's safe to doff. But I like my mask, its gentle wrap around my nose and chin, the way it tickles at my cheeks, with touch of paper thin, and then the way it hides my face when in a grouchy mood I scowl, I sneer, I bare my teeth, yet no one thinks me rude. And when I just don't feel I want to stop and uh, socialise, behind my mask I whisk right past, concealed up to my eyes. Yet now the time is coming on, when Covid loses traction, that I must relearn the rules of social interaction. So when it's time to drop the mask, after so long a while, be patient while I try hard to remember how to smile. I thank you. And as the professor attacks his pandemic whiskers with a curry comb, Patty and Rusty are back at it with a bit of a novelty. Swing it, kids. I've got a never-ending love for you. From now on, that's all I want to do. From the first time we met, I knew I'd have a never-ending love for you. Got a never-ending love for you From now on, that's all I want to do From the first time we met, I knew I'd have a never-ending love for you After all this time of being alone We can love one another, feel for each other
that never-ending storm of love to you. I think my never-ending storm of love to you. Patty Jackson and Rusty Blake and every single aluminum saucepan in the town of Searsport. Always good to have those two fine young people with us, and we hope if you're down Waldo County Way, you'll look for them on a stage near you sometime soon. Word has it they will be appearing live in Searsport on the 4th of July holiday, so uh, keep an eye out for that. Well, summer's in full swing as we look in on our friends down in Abysmal Point. Most everybody's been vaccinated at this point, and life is slowly getting back to something closely resembling normal. Down by the water and over by the dock, we find Mrs. Grundon and Eunice Pilchard at the clam shack, demonstrating just how normal. Brittany and the boys will take us on down. There they are. told you before, and I'm telling you again, this place is not for sale. Absolutely not. Well, just hear me out, Grundon. This is important. No. No. Oh, and no. Look, this is something with implications for the whole community, all right? And here I thought you was a public-spirited citizen. Looks like, looks like that was just another one of your many deceptions. All right, all right. Look, go ahead and say your piece. And then, I'm going to throw you out of here. I'm real busy today, and I ain't got no time for none of your lip. Now, just listen. Just listen. You know that old house up on the hill behind here, right? The one that used to belong to old Captain Han Pout? That place has been empty for years. The whole house has fallen in. The roof's all busted up. The porch got blown off in a windstorm. The only people that ever go up there are art students, people taking pictures, and teenagers looking for trouble. We was thinking about putting a ticket booth in the middle of that driveway up there and maybe making a few dollars off of it. Yeah, that's just the kind of low trick you'd come up with. But what if I told you there's somebody interested in buying the whole place? Who, a garbage collector? That's just how short-sighted you are. You ever take a look at the view from up there? It's gorgeous. Just gorgeous. And what if I told you there's a rich fella from out of state wants to buy it and tear the old house down and build a nice new house for himself. Well, I'd say he's a bonehead. Look, there's no road goes up there. It's just a dirt path. And the captain, when he was alive, used to throw all kinds of old trash and garbage and junk out behind the house. The ground's probably all contaminated. Why do you think the grass grows so funny down here? All that runoff from the hill, that's why. I mean, look at them dandelions out there. You know last year we had one six feet tall? You ever see that anywhere else? Ah, that ain't nothing to somebody like him, all the money he's got. He can pay to fix it. And what's more, if he moves here, he'll move his business here, too. And that means jobs for a lot of people. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Anyways, what's it got to do with me? Merton and me don't own any of that land up there. Well, like I said, it's the view that's the real appeal of the property. Except for one thing. So you got a beautiful view of the point all the way over to Sludge Cove, except for one thing. You also get a view of a broken-down old house with six-foot-tall dandelions growing in the dooryard and a junky old clam shack out front. Now I ask you, who wants to look at that? You got some nerve, you know that. And what if I told you I'm willing to do you a favor? 
for the sake of the town, you know? What if I told you I'm willing to take this dump off your hands for a, for a reasonable price? And you and Merton can move to, I don't know, to St. Sister or Leechfield or you can maybe even Culvertville. Set up shop somewhere where nobody knows you. Get a fresh start. Yeah, and then you sell it to this rich follower and you make a big profit for yourself. Is that it? Well, what if I just sell it to him myself? Well, you don't know who he is, do you? And I do. All right, that's it. Get out of here right now. Get out of here, you crook, or I'm going to set the dog on you. Ha! <laughs> you ain't even got a dog. Merton, get out here. Run over to Evelyn Hake's house and borrow her pit bull. You mean that one that uh, don't do nothing but sit on your lap and drool? Never mind. Just get out of here, Eunice, before I do something I won't regret. Go on, get. The time's coming, Grundon. You wait. The time is coming. Fish face. You know, I never liked that woman. I don't think I'm going to vote for her next time. Ain't you got anywhere else to be? Well, not really, but I, I suppose I can find one. Eunice Pilchard? Storming down the walkway here? What happened? You overcharge her again? I told the old crook where to get off and she didn't like it. Oh, what's not to like? Anyways, I'm glad you're here, Lily Tuck, because I've been busy and I uh, want you to try something. Uh, y- you know, I just remembered I left the iron on at home, so I think that I gotta... Um... <laughs> Don't give me that now. I know you ain't even got an iron. I mean, I left the waffle iron on at home. Waffles are very trendy now, you know. Um, bacon waffles, lemon ricotta waffles, avocado waffles. Ha! <laughs> you know how we Zoomers are with our avocado waffles. Well, I'll oh, see Oh, no, later. you don't. Get away from that door. Look, you're really going to like this, I promise. Just tell me you didn't make clam waffles. No, uh, no, but I'm going to file that idea away. About time we had a breakfast menu down here. But no, I've been working on something different. A clam-based <sighs> snack. You've tried those before. Do you remember the clam nana splits? Uh, the clam bars? Oh, how many of those clam pie pies do you have left out in the garage? And see, that was a problem. See, we was trying to make sweet snacks, and, and that misses the whole point of clams, because clams ain't sweet, is they? Clams is what you call savory. So I figured what we need to come up with is a savory, salty clam snack. So uh, I messed around, and I come up with this. What is this? Look inside. Look inside. Can't wait for you to try them. I mean, they look like Pretzel sticks? Exactly. I call them Grundon's Clamzels. Of course you do. Come on, come on, try one. I don't know. Look, if you don't like it, here's the deal. If you don't like it, I'll give you a 25 cents an hour raise. Oh, oh well, if you put it that way. But you gotta be honest. All I right, can tell all when right. you're faking. Well? Absolutely awful. It's terrible. The worst thing I've ever eaten. Mm. It was so disgusting. Unspeakably vile. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. You like them. Admit Mm. it. 
All right. All right. I don't hate them. You see? You see? That they're, clam flavor, the salt, the crunch in perfect harmony. Can I have the backpack, please? <laughs> you mm. can't stop eating them. I knew right. it. Well, don't rub it in. Mmm. How'd you make them anyway? That is a trade secret. I think we really got something here. People are going to line up all the way down to Sluice Lake to get a hold of these. I made up a batch of them this morning, and we can start selling them this afternoon. <laughs> Before you come in, Gertie Crummett was in here, and she ate two whole bags of them, and she loved them so much, she didn't even try to cheat me out of paying for them. Well, now, that's a business plan. Yeah, you laugh now, but I'm telling you, this is going to be the making of this place. After all these years, we finally got a winner. If there's people that'll pay cash money for dried seaweed flakes, imagine how much they'd pay for something like this. Yeah, you'll get your 25 cents an hour raise and more. I'm going to run right out and buy health insurance. Yeah, and if this works out, you can go for the zero deductible. Ah, a year from now, Abysmal Point is going to be the clam-flavored snack stick capital of the world. You wait and see. All right, Grandin, here. In just a minute, Gertie. What's all this now? Is that slot machine still in the back room at the Silverfish Cafe? I thought they got raided. No, 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 no. It ain't nothing like that. Uh, I'll tell you what I done. First, I sold all my Doge coins. Then I... Don't laugh. They're worth money. Then I went around the house and dug up all the change out of the back of the couch and out of the washing machine and out from under the refrigerator and whatnot. And then I dumped out everything I had in my Miracle Whip jar. And there on top of it is 20 bucks that I just won off of Greasy Watkins down the pool hall. I thought they banned you. I had on a disguise, see? It was a fake mustache. Oh, I hadn't noticed. Anyways, Grundin, here you go. You can count it all if you want, but the total comes to $47.83. What's this got to do? I want all them clamsel things you got, okay? I gotta have them. I can't control myself. It's all I can think of. Don't tell me. You put in a secret ingredient, and we're all gonna get arrested. I did not. Everything in them is legal, as far as I know. And they're so good. You know I never had food in my life before I had these. It's like... It's like flavor had its worldwide convention in my mouth. And not on Zoom, neither. They was really there. Well, I can't give you all of them, but, uh, here. There's two bags? Uh, that won't last me the trip home. Well, you just gotta pace yourself, that's all. I can only make so many of them, because we ain't exactly set up yet for mass production. All right, but, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. What about your change? That's all right. Keep it on account. Boy, these are good. Mm. Wow. Gertie Crummit with a paid-up tab? I don't know if I'm ready to revise my entire worldview. Now what are we gonna do? Get a Coinstar machine? Oh, I'm serious. I mean, I mean, sure, we're always trying out new schemes here, but, uh, I mean, this is the first time it ever looked like we had one that would, you know, work. Yeah, it's kind of unsettling. Um, maybe you need to, I don't know, like, slow down, think it over? Oh, yeah. Slow down and think it over. And while you're thinking, could you, uh, shove that bag over here? Mmm. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, these really are good. 
And that's another thing. I mean, long as I've known you, you've never thought any of my ideas was any good. And now look at you. I should put you in a TV commercial. She might have Hey, neighbors. Thought I'd stop in and pass the time of day. Uh, my motorbike is uh, in the shop today. Uh, they say uh, I busted the front spring doing wheelies down at the gravel pit last night, and uh, so I got some time to kill while they're fixing her. Hey, Lolita, now, what's that you're eating there, dear? Uh-uh. Get your own. What's this then? Here, Edith, try some. Oh, yeah. Well, uh... Well, I got my, my Sunday teeth in today, so uh, why not? Uh, what you think? About what? Them things you're eating. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you know, dear, I've lived for a very, very long time. I know you have. I've had a lot of different things to eat in my life. When I was a little girl, my mama used to make slum every Tuesday night. She made it every Thursday night, too. Every Friday night. Every Saturday night. Every Sunday night. And every Monday night, too. What about Wednesday night? Oh, we'd have Finn and Hattie on toast on Wednesday night. Who wants to eat slum every night, anyway? But these things here, why, uh... Well, they don't taste nothing like slum. Well, I'd say these is the best tasting things I've ever had in my life. In fact, I think I want to spend whatever time I have left on this earth just sitting here eating these things. Is that all right with you? Uh, won't be much bother. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Edith. I mean, between you and Lolita and Gertie, why, we've only got one more bag left, and i got to save that until I can make some more. <sighs> Eventually. Why not now? What's that again? Uh, that's the motto I've lived by my entire life. Eventually. Why not now? Well, see, it goes all the way back to when I was a little girl. And I remember I, I used to wear a little dress that my mama made for me out of, a, out of an old flower bag. And it had written across the front of it, it said, Wanton you, you lausenive. Is that so? Yeah. See, see, I was looking at it in the mirror. But when you turn it around and you look at it straight on, why, it says, eventually, why not now? See, that was the, the slogan for gold medals flower, you see. They'd put it right on the front of the bag, and that was a bag that my mama used to make the dress out of. And I'd see that on the front there, and it, and it kind of stuck in my head. And, uh, well, ever since then, I've tried to live up to that idea. Don't wait around when you've got something good. Eventually. Why not now? Hey, that's... Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yes it is. Yeah. You know, uh, I often wondered how my life would have turned out if my mama had used uh, Pillsbury's flour instead of gold medals. See, Pillsbury's flour had X, 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 X wrote across the front of the bag. 
because uh, that's the same if you look at it in the mirror or if you look at it straight on. Wow. That's deep. That's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, but, but not much of a motto to build your life on, I guess. Anyways, I, I ought to head over back to the grad station now and see if they're done with my bike. Uh, but you'll remember, dear, eventually. Why not now? Excuse me, ma'am? Oh, that's quite all right, sir. Yes, sir, what can I do for you today? I got a special on clam rangoons. Ah, actually, I'm uh, just dropping by to meet you. I may be your new neighbor soon. Oh, is that so? That's right. I'm looking into buying the house up on the hill behind you there. They tell me a sea captain used to own it. Oh, no, 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 no. He wasn't no sea captain. Uh, uh, old Captain Honpout there. He was a captain of the Knights of Pythias. Used to wear a hat with a big feather in her. You know, matching the Amistice Day Parade. But, uh, no, he wasn't no sea captain, uh, I don't even think he could swim. Eunice Pilchard said there was somebody nosing around up there. Pilchard? Oh, yeah, the woman with a face like a... <laughs> well, you're going to fit right in in this town. Never mind her. I just want to tell you before you get any ideas. Now, this place down here ain't for sale. It's my home and it's my business and we ain't pulling out for nobody. Well, I should hope not. The fact that you're down here is a big incentive for me. I love fried clams. Oh, do you now? And away we go. That's right. I'd rather eat fried clams than breathe. If I could, I'd like to do both, actually. But if I could only pick one, I'd pick the clams. Well, then let me be the first one to welcome you to our happy little community. In fact, why don't you try our latest creation, Grundon's Clamsels? They're as much fun to eat as they are to make. Oh. Well? Mister? Mister? Hello? Look at his eyes. People's dilated. Fixed stare. I, I better call 911. No, 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 not, not, not yet, not yet. I, I, I think he's coming around again. Hey, give me those. I could have some more. Pretty good, huh? I've never had anything like these in my life. And snack foods are my life. What's that now? Oh, uh, here. My card. Oh, you better give it to Lilita there. Uh, I, I can't read with this grease all over my glasses. C.B.S. Needham. President. Snack Tech Worldwide Global Enterprises, Incorporated. Manufacturers and distributors of Grandma's Friendly Old-Time Home-Style Country Pantry Products, Crispy Charlie's Crunchy Crackers, Chipetto Brand Potato Chips, Pie Wackets Pocket Size Pies, and... Oh, uh, there's more on the back. Ah. Jiffy Whipped Cream-Filled Cupcakes, Happy Molars Gum-Free Chewing Gum, and Captain Jonah's Tried Seaweed Flakes. You're the guy responsible for that seaweed stuff. Listen, you gotta tell me. How do you get away with it? I, I promise you, I'll never render seaweed again. Not after trying these. Miracle of the snack maker's art. I don't know what's in them. I don't care what's in them. And I'm only going to ask one thing. Do you have a distributor? Well, I mean, I only just today started to... Look, I have a blank contract in my pocket here. But, uh, I, I mean, uh... Hey, don't sign anything yet. At least let me take a look at it first. Wait, are you a lawyer? Not yet. But I will be. Well, come see me when you pass the bar. I can use someone like you in my organization. Now, just sign right on the bottom there. The fine print doesn't mean a thing. Here, use my pen. <laughs> Lilita, look, it's shaped like a giant pretzel stick. Oh, we'll change that to a... 
What did you say these were called? Grundon's Clamsels. Grundon's Clamsels. I love it. This'll knock Funyuns right off the shelf. Look, I really think you should wait. Just slow down. Slow down. We're all shined up. All right, Mr. What's-Your-Face. You got a deal. Let's make Grundon's Clamsels a household name. We'll go into mass production immediately. Yeah, but you really need to slow down and think about it. Please, just slow down oh, and think this about this before be it's too late. this is going to be the best thing we ever done. Why are you listening to me? I can't wait for the money you to start really rolling in. I'm going to buy a great big this. car and I'm going to drive that, right up in front of Eunice Pilcher's house and I'm going to pound on the horn and the horn is going to say, Fish, fish. Well, we hate to leave you hanging there with Mrs. Grundon on the verge of at last achieving her lifelong dream of making the whole world clam conscious, but uh, looks like we'll have to wait till next time to see how it all comes out, because we've got one more tune coming up from Brittany Parker and company.
There's Brittany Parker with a whole platoon of young talent from the Midcoast Music Academy, and our good friend Joshua Davis, the man you know from The Voice. Joshua was scheduled to appear once again here at The Strand last spring and to do a class with the MCMA kids. COVID stopped the concert, but COVID could not stop Joshua, who zoomed in for the class, and a good time was had by all. And speaking of good times, Brother Bookham would share a word. There's no better way to spend a summer night than in the company of old friends, especially old friends you haven't seen for far too long. That's how we're feeling these days at The Strand where the lights are on, the corn is popping, and the screens are light. Sometimes it felt like we'd never make it this far, but we did. And we did it with your help, with all of you who gave the phrase Friends of the Strand Theatre real and concrete meaning. And so it's with this we salute our friends, all our friends all over Midcoast, Maine and beyond, who made it possible for us to come back and come back to stay. With your continued help and ongoing support, it's not just the continuation of an old era, but the dawn of a bright new one. See what's happening at rocklandstrand.com. And that goes double for me, neighbors, and I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you again in person at one of our shows real soon. Thanks tonight to all the gang, to Brittany and to Dan, and a big popcorn to our Searsport friends, Patty Jackson and Rusty Blake, who you should go see when they're appearing on a bill near you. And of course, all my everything to the Strand family players, Lily, Olivia, and William, and to all my dear young people, wherever they may be scattered, from the other side of Rockland to the other side of the world, because no matter how far away you are, you're never far away. We'll be back on the air again at the end of August to wrap up this summer of rebirth, and until then, be sure to come to see us at the Strand, where I am so happy once again to say, there's always something doing that's worth your time. Till next time, I'm your house manager, Liz McLeod, saying stay safe, get your shots, and keep them flying. All right, grab the broom and clean up. Let's go! Strand on the Air, electrically transcribed, is written, directed, and edited by Elizabeth McLeod. Music under the direction of Brittany Parker. Our Strand family players are Lily Bonarigo, Olivia Vanna, and William Zarr. Technical assistance by Jesse Davis and Nori Thompson. This is Dan Bookham speaking to the whole Strand family, wishing you good night, good health, and good entertainment. And the Strand on the Air comes to you from the Strand Theatre in beautiful downtown Rockland, Maine. <laughs>